1: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: HCA Healthcare expands into fast growing Utah. The official American death toll from the COVID pandemic has now surpassed that of the 1918 flu pandemic. Traditional Medicare beneficiaries spent close to $1,000 on dental and hearing care in 2018. It's all coming up on today's episode of GIST Healthcare Daily. It's Thursday, September 23rd, and I'm Alex Olgan with GIST Healthcare Daily, where I get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. Hospital giant HCA Healthcare announced plans to buy five Utah hospitals from Steward Healthcare, Steward's entire Utah footprint. This acquisition for an undisclosed amount bolsters HCA's Mountain Division, which now includes 11 hospitals, eight of which are in Utah. The others are in Idaho and Alaska. The bulk of HCA's 187 hospitals are concentrated in the Southeast and Midwest. So why Utah? Well, 2020 census figures show that Utah is the fastest-growing state. The population jumped 18% over the last decade. With this acquisition, it appears HCA is building up to compete against Utah-based Intermountain Healthcare. Last week, Intermountain announced plans to merge with Broomfield, Colorado-based SCL Health to form a 33-hospital system. Stewart says it's offloading the hospitals to focus investment on other states and accountable care models. The majority of Steward's 39 remaining hospitals are in Texas, Arizona, and the Southeast. Earlier this year, the company increased its presence in South Florida, acquiring five hospitals and affiliated physician practices from Tenant Healthcare. This announcement follows moves by HCA to make some sales of other assets, like Georgia Hospitals and 50 of its newly acquired Brookdale Senior Living Home Health, Hospice, and Therapy Care sites across 22 states to home care provider LHC Group. HCA's CFO Bill Rutherford told investors that the company believes value is in network development and it has little interest in home health offerings outside of places where it has the full range of services. As the official COVID-19 death toll crested 675,000, the U.S. has now surpassed the death toll from the 1918-1919 influenza pandemic. Both numbers surely undercount the total number of American deaths. There are a few key points of context here. The U.S. population is about three times as large as it was back in the early 1900s. So while COVID-19 has killed about 1 in 500 Americans, the 1918 influenza pandemic was much more deadly, killing 1 in 150. The Spanish flu hit younger people much harder, killing young kids and adults between 20 and 40 at higher rates, whereas the COVID-19 pandemic has been much more deadly for older Americans. And while the flu pandemic lasted between a year or two, most deaths occurred during a three- to four-month wave, whereas the COVID pandemic has had at least four waves. Another key difference, scientists were able to develop a safe and effective vaccine months into this pandemic, yet only about 65% of the population is now fully vaccinated, and about 2,000 people a day continue to die from a now mostly vaccine-preventable disease. There's some evidence that the summer surge driven by the Delta variant may be peaking. The COVID-19 scenario modeling hub, which combines several models to forecast the disease's trajectory, projects that cases will slowly decline over the next six months. This is assuming that vaccines are approved and taken by young children and that no super contagious variant emerges. But this slow decline means that hospitals could still see high numbers of COVID patients for weeks and possibly months to come. Democratic lawmakers are hammering out the details of their $3.5 trillion social spending package, which includes plans to expand Medicare to cover dental, vision, and hearing benefits. If approved, this would be the biggest expansion of the program for seniors since 2006, when prescription drug coverage was added. Seniors in both Medicare and Medicare Advantage plans spend a lot out-of-pocket on dental and hearing services. According to a Kaiser Family Foundation analysis, traditional Medicare beneficiaries spent close to $1,000 on dental and hearing care in 2018. Even seniors in Medicare Advantage plans, most of which offer some dental and hearing coverage, still spent more than $700 out-of-pocket on these services. The bulk of that spending is concentrated among a small subset of beneficiaries paying for expensive care, like dental implants or hearing aids. Nonetheless, most Medicare beneficiaries who had trouble getting care said it was because of cost. So it should come as no surprise that expanding Medicare benefits is really popular. According to a recent KFF poll, 90% of adults surveyed said it should be a priority. But with some moderate Democrats joining Republicans in opposing the drug pricing provisions intended to pay for these new benefits, Democrats' plans to expand Medicare benefits and tackle other health care priorities, like expanding Medicaid coverage, for an estimated 4.4 million people in holdout states are in jeopardy. Taking a look at health care stocks, Biotech company Biogen's stock has continued to fall since its controversial Alzheimer's drug Aduhelm gained regulatory approval. The stock has lost a third of its value since its peak after FDA approval in June. Shares of Biogen were down 2.1 percent on Wednesday. The healthcare sector was up almost a tenth of a percent. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on gisthealthcare.com. Gist Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen